What in the fuck is really going on out there? Buds in the Basement. Welcome to Buds in the Basement Podcast. I'm Sean Collins, the guy with a lot to say. And I'm here with a very special guest, a repeat guest, actually, from the third show, Red Savage. What's good, brother? Oh, you know, everything and nothing at the same time. I know. I feel that a lot, man. It's good to have you back, man. Thanks for doing this. Uh, you know, it's been, it's been a little bit of a, a crazy week or so, week or two now. With uh, a lot of things that are going on out there, and uh, you're one of the guys I'd like to talk to as a father who has kids in school. You know, like how how do you feel about this shit? You know, you send your kids to class every day. You know, and as a dad, before anything, you're a dad. Yeah, before absolutely. You know, so before anything, as as a dad, how do you feel about what's happening right now? 21 people were not killed in that school. Two people were killed in that school and 19 kids. Like, I don't care about all the other, the mass shootings and it's a bunch of adults, it's a movie theater, it's a parade, whatever the hell. Between that school only was second, third, and fourth grade. Those parents sent their kids to school for the last time and didn't know it. Like, something's got to give. I mean, it's, it's something's got to give. Like, if I thought, if that happened to me, and I thought for a second there was a politician whose policies directly affected the ability for that dude, like, I, dude, I got an AR and a list. <laughs> like, <laughs> like there, there's, 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 I mean, like, I would, there's probably not a limit to what I would do to protect my kids. And if that happened, like, I, I'd be DUI, DUI that night just to get put in the same jail as that guy. Right. I mean, he wouldn't stand trial. I mean, but it's really fucked up because I don't have kids. So it's hard for me to, like, say what I would do. I know what I think I would do, but I don't know. I know that I'm pretty uh, protective of what's mine or whatever, and I'm pretty sure I would defend what I could to the death. You know what I mean? But... uh as far as security in the schools go now, a friend of mine had, had mentioned on social media something that was very, uh, you know, kind of like alarming, but not alarming at the same time. But he's like, why is it that anybody can just walk into a school? Yeah, I my kid goes to a Catholic school. My youngest goes to a private Catholic school. Okay. The door is always locked to the school. You have to hit the buzzer like you're the pizza guy at an apartment building. And they there's a camera on the buzzer, like a gated community. Like, you can't just walk in. At no point can you just walk in. Right. There, it's just, it, I don't know how that is normal protocol for, how did he get let in? How did he just walk in? Now, when I was, when I was a kid, there were no, I mean. You go in, go out, whatever, you know. All day long. I don't know how people can just walk into an elementary school in this day and age. Like, I just don't see it. But in that same regard, like, how is there... No, like, you can't get into a sporting event without a metal detector, a pat-down, without armed guards at every door. But we don't have that for our kids. Like, the next generation of leaders and, like... The future. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's, but 90, what, 93% of mass shootings happen in what? Gun-free zones. Exactly. You know, there's nobody to defend themselves or fight back, so they just go in there and kill at will. And it's and it's very sad and unfortunate, but, you know, the you know before we get into the actual, like, if what's the problem or whatever, now, as a parent who sends your kids to school every day, right, how do you feel when they give hundreds of billions of dollars to another country to defend themselves, yeah. but don't spend a goddamn dime to do anything at the schools? Not a metal detector, nothing. I they had, get nothing. I sent a letter this year because I'm a small business owner, so I don't get a refund. I get a bill. Right. I sent a letter to the IRS, and maybe nobody got it, but I haven't paid my, my tax bill yet. I sent a letter to the IRS. It was one sentence. It said, please deduct what I owe from the $40 billion you sent to Ukraine 
as my tax dollars are to defend Americans, not foreign nations. <laughs> did you really? I absolutely 100% did. That's fantastic. I love that. We'll see what they say. See if I get a response or if the, you know, the feds kick down my door looking for laptops. But Yeah, fuck around, find out, yeah. feds. <laughs> yeah, that is a fuck around and find out situation. And I'll, I'll get the late fee and I'll do I'll pay the penalty. I'm gonna eventually pay it, you know, but I just to just to to see what happens. That's fucking dope. I actually like that a lot. But I mean but if every single God fearing, red blooded, patriotic American did the same thing. Like, nobody wants to rock the boat. Well, I feel that, but I've said this on the show before. I wish everybody had the balls to fucking stop paying taxes and stop voting. Because what the fuck are they going to do at that point besides kiss our ass? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we don't fucking feed the machine, there is no machine. And that's why why I say shit like that, though, is because that's what could happen if people would just wake up and say, hey, fuck you, man. We're not doing this shit no more. We're yeah. keeping our money. And if you want to fuck around, you're going to find out. Because we're getting tired of it. Everybody is. As a, as a father, because you mentioned that, I was actually talking to my father. We had a two-hour round trip last Saturday. I was talking to him in the truck. And, you know, we kind of talk about politics sometimes, current events. And... He kind of asked me the same thing. He was like, well, what are you, I mean, you send kids to school. And I was like, some days, like, I've been through a ton of shit. Like, I know exactly how tough I am. I know exactly how much I can take and what I am prepared to do in certain situations. Right. If Armageddon hits tomorrow, I'm going to be okay. Right? Right. But my wife, my kids, my parents, my in-laws, my brother... My cousins with little kids, like, in my mind, like, that's my role as a strong person is to protect those around me that I care right. about. And, like, I I watch the news and get fucking anxiety from it. Like, because I'm like, you know, shit hits the fan. Yep. Fuck around and find out. Yeah. Like, come to my house. I show yeah, you where like, you can go. Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> if I'm at work and shit hits the fan and my wife and kids are home by themselves, like, like I can't be everywhere at once. You know what I mean? I can't protect everybody at once. And some days, like, I wake up at 3 a.m. scared to fucking death. Not because I think someone's gonna, something's going to happen to me. It's because I can't be everywhere at once. I can't protect everybody that I care about. But that's the fucking world today. The world today is eventually... This shit's going to come to a head and all the people like us are finally going to find some solidarity and be like, mm, no, no taxes. We still got our guns. Fuck around and find out. Right. Because like at the end of the day, these politicians are out of control with the way they're trying to control everything and control us and control our money. Okay. When they can't even... <laughs> They can't even protect the children. They, they, they literally don't give a fuck about me, you, your kids, listeners' kids, anyone's kids. They don't care. It's, it's a fucking numbers game to them. But it's not even... 50 years ago, we could say about our elected officials, our government leaders, our congressmen, our senators, our governors, our city council members... Did you get any of the, the little videos or sound bites from the, the World Economic Forum just met in Davos? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, Tulsi Gabbard's been very vocal about that. Yeah. So after World War II with the whole global bullshit. Yeah. Bro, these people in these other countries, like they don't have a constitution. They don't have God-given rights that the government is there to protect, not not allow because all these other countries that the united states is in bed with with nato and fucking the un they're all communist socialist countries but they're trying to they're trying to push this shit on us now i understand that and it it, dude it's there and and i'm sorry i it sounds like i bash democrats on this show all the time because i do but it's because they're the ones who are fucking up right now man and like they are giving in 
to this new yeah, they're world, subscribing to this reset. This, this, this I mean, new world order, this reset, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, this this shit's biblical, man. I mean, it's not even that new. No. There's, I watched a video of 2016, Klaus Schwab. Look it up. Google that shit. Watch that video and try not to shit your actual pants. He's like, it's the video where you will own nothing and be happy. It's literally like the New World Order, Big Brother, like indoctrination video. And it's six years old. And nobody talks about it. Well, I mean, it's been happening for a while now. I mean, the indoctrination... And the propaganda. Tinfoil hat. It's been happening since the and, 60s. And I mean, well, yeah. I, I feel like Vietnam was when the, and I could be, I could be wrong. And this is my own personal opinion. I feel like Vietnam is when the real, well, no, because it was before that, man. Where the real invasion of privacy started happening. You know, with the government, the CIA, and all that. I mean, you can go back all the way to the Operation Mockingbird, and that was the fifties. Think about Hoover and the what is it? The OSS before the CIA was the OSS. Okay. The Office of Special Services, I think it was called. That was the that was the infant of the CIA that grew up to be the CIA. Hoover had files on everybody. He was like. He was the first, I think he was the first director of the FBI or the CIA. <laughs> Both trash organizations, by the way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it has spawns. Like, okay. It's not a conspiracy. Like, it's... Bill Clinton was a nobody governor from Arkansas. He went to the Bilderberg group. The Bilderberg meeting? Yeah. The, the, that happens every... A year later, he's a presidential candidate and wins. Well, his, a, a nobody governor from Arkansas. Well, his wife is very powerful. She's very powerful. Since when? Since before he was president? Yeah. What was she? Her parents have money. Oh, she came yeah. from money. Everybody's got money. But he held he was the leader of the fucking free world. And then his wife was was elected into office. Yeah, but I think the power was already there before that. I really do. I just don't see the... I just don't... Ugh, I don't see that it's just a coincidence. Like... Well, nothing's a coincidence anymore. I mean, everything's by design. Everything... In, in the past... I mean, think about it. We've had all the presidents in a row since Reagan. Bush. Clinton. Bush. Obama. Trump. Biden. Now, two of those were a complete disaster. Are one of them is R. Which ones weren't a disaster? Well, they all were a disaster, but Biden and George Bush were the same president. George W., the second Bush. Oh, they're the was, same president. I mean, they're the I, same honestly, president. When he was Donald. in office and the whole Iraq, like, WM, the whole thing, like, I, I thought of a piece of scripture in the Bible that said the man behind the man will bring Armageddon. And he was a president that was the son of a very recent president. And I was like, oh, this is the end of the fucking world. It was right around like the Y2K. The well, whole I mean, thing. everybody, you know, that was scary. After the whole, you know, we went through Y2K and everything was going to end. And then the towers. And then, and then but, the but towers. Look what, look what happened in the, the George W. administration. Homeland Security Act. DHS. That was like, that was like constitution breaking, fucking huge climactic event. The Patriot that, Act, dog. That, that's what I'm saying. That everybody was just like, okay. And like, how, Re like, how would that pass? Republicans and Democrats shook hands on that, except the Republicans had the power, I believe, when that fucking went down. If that was 1804 and not 2004, like. There would have been there would have been a, there would have been a civil war before the civil war was you know, a thing. Like, things cities would have been burning. I mean, it yes. would have been bad, you know. And and you know, there's nothing about American history that's very peaceful. You know, shit got fucked up back in the day. That's how we became America. That's how every country becomes a country. Really, you know, in theory, is somebody comes and takes something from somebody else. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, it's uh, but I mean, okay, Clinton obviously was a shit show. Think of uh, the, what is it, the NAFTA? 
That's yeah. been that's been that's been a poisoning America since it happened, right? The Bush and Bush were both warmongers. I mean, they were both some of the most hawkish presidents. You think we had Desert Storm? Then we had Iraq, right? And what Afghanistan? That was Bush too, wasn't it? All of it was Bush. Bush and Bush. Bushes. Yeah. Yeah. And then Obama. I mean, that was. I mean, that was eight years of fucking. Mother Russia. You know what I mean? Like that, that was that was eight years of pretty much like the the softening Americans to fucking socialism. Well, I mean, like he he literally sold us to China. I mean, that's that's what happened. All that bailout money came from China. I mean, that was bad. That could that was not a good business decision on his part to do something like that. But you know, here we are. And we're still dealing with it. And it's the same fucking, you know, the same shit. The next guy will just get into bed with somebody else and send a bunch of fucking money over there. And in the meantime, we're getting fucking bent over and getting fucked in the ass because of the inflation and gas prices. They're not even spitting on it before they fuck us either, man. Nope. It's getting ridiculous. But now nah, we totally just got off target, though. Oh, big completely time. off target. And that's okay. Like, this is... Completely off this target. Is, this, is, this show is ADHD. This is just what it is. They all are... Anybody who listens knows. But now, going back to the school thing, when it comes to ideas for protecting these schools, right? Armed people in the schools. Now, I have this idea. This is the best idea I have. And I want to hear the best idea you have. The best idea I have is there's a ton of unemployed veterans out there that would love to have a mission like this to protect the kids, you know, but the only way it works is the school is one way in, one way out. Nobody gets in, nobody gets out. You know, if the kid has to leave to go somewhere, they will be escorted to that parent, make sure that person is yeah, who, needs to be who a they are. The the you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like shit like that, you know, and it sounds like a fucking prison, but like, dude, that's the best idea I got. It's better than some fucking punk running in there with a bunch of guns. and The one these kids. thing about that is that, those guys will have to be pretty well vetted. Because I know a lot of ex-military that have that propensity to just fucking snap. Like, you, I mean, they have to be pretty well vetted. Right? Like, But there's nothing to say a cop isn't the same thing, so what's the difference having a cop there? Uh, most cops haven't been in a position that's like super PTSD-inducing. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there, I mean, I knew a guy when my middle kid was in kindergarten. His mom always dropped him off to school. His parents were separated. His dad was overseas. I don't remember which war he was in. He was in a couple. And he, he was like a career. Okay. Military. And his, his ex-wife, whatever, my wife would talk to her and stuff. And I saw her at one or two, like, of the gatherings when I happen to not be at work and she always talked about how he would lose control and I'm just like he's every time I see him he's a normal guy and we were at some birthday party and his kid like threw the cake or something and was laughing about it and he did dude he fucking snapped he snatched that kid up like the kid was a, a POW trying to run before getting interrogated like Yikes. he snatched that kid up hard but he was cool as a fan every other time I seen him he just, but I mean, there's, I mean, I'm, obviously that's a thing, but I mean, there's plenty of other guys like Bubba. Bubba said he'd be happy to do it. You know what I mean? He's a, you know, he's a veteran and he said he'd be, you know, more than happy. to. No, do that's definitely, like that. I mean, that's definitely an option that should be. And then my buddy who's, who retired out of the army after 20 years, he said he'd do it for free. You know? Yeah. Cause you don't even have to pay him much. Sorry to get in military pension. You know, but he's, you know, they, cause he don't want to, he don't want to see nothing bad happen to these kids. Nobody wants to see anything bad happen to the kids. Like, fucked up shit happens every day, right? Well, when, okay, so the towers went down. Patriot Act, right? Yeah. Big, grandstand, huge thing, right? Yeah. Just sweeping legislation. Yep. And they didn't make airplanes illegal. No. They put undercover armed air marshals on the planes. Right. So, big sweeping legislation over school shootings... Undercover, armed, administrators, secretaries, something, in the fucking schools. It's the same thing. You can't just say it's a gun-free zone because that's like, 
that's like a, a that's like a a wolf seeing a sign for a a farmer free chicken coop. Right, right. It's an invitation. Look at Chicago. Chicago has the hardest. Illinois has some of the hardest gun laws in the country, and they have the most gun deaths out of. They're probably more than fucking Ukraine right now. Okay, now you say that right now, right? And, and right now the, the 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 Democrats and Republicans are at war over guns right now. Which let me say something real quick. You know this shooting happens in this fucking school, right? And these parents can't even get five fucking seconds to grieve without fucking the elephants and asses being, oh, we're going to take the guns. Oh, no, you're not. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? No good crisis go to waste. Like, holy shit, dude. Let these fucking people mourn for five fucking minutes, dude. Like, and and so here we are now with the goddamn legislations now. They're like, oh, well, we're going to try to ban... You know, multiple round magazines or AR-15s or whatever it may be when they're not fucking directing the fucking, like, anger and and hostility towards what's really happening. And that's mental health. Guns do not grow arms and legs and shoot themselves and run around and kill people. So speaking of mental health, a lot of these shooters, it comes out later... Way after all the press dies down and the politicians bitch at each other back and forth that, oh, the year before he had a mental health thing. The year before he was released from an institution. Five years ago, he did this and this and this, right? Bit the head off a cat or some shit. Right. Do you remember the Governor Whitmer plot? The whole... Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's two fucking guys that, that, you know, fly flags in front of their house and the whole rest of the team was undercover feds. Right. So is it inconceivable since the feds are obviously extremely left-leaning and right. extremely pushing progressive democratic policy, right? Absolutely. Okay, so is it is it really that far-fetched that they could be in the same boat as that Whitmer plot? Like they're just they befriend these slightly, well, I mean, that's slightly what retarded kids and be like, hey, because dude, do you know the gun he used? That was entrapment. Do you, do you know the gun he used in Uvalde? That's like a $2,900 rifle. That motherfucker worked at Wendy's. He ain't buying a rifle that's three grand. His car probably didn't cost three grand. Like, how does he just come up with that? Bobby and Daddy. His, I don't think his parents were around. That's why he... Wasn't he living with his grandma? Oh, well, yeah, touche. Which he did shoot. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? You know, now, let's talk about something for a minute, dude. Let's... let's we have to. Because this all goes hand in hand, right? So, how is it that we have all these school shootings with children killing other children, correct? Now, what the fuck is going on in somebody's household that is producing somebody who could, can do such a heinous thing? Like, something has to be going on in the American home. Or lack thereof, like something, what's not going on in the home. You know I what hate I'm... to do another show and blame it, everything on the same thing as the first show I did with you. But it's the fucking internet, dude. The internet is the, is the poison of the great experiment of America. It's social media and the internet. Because the, the parents, they don't have to parent their kids anymore. They learn shit at school, and the rest of the time, the parents are either working... Or cutting the grass, or cooking a dinner, or watching a game, or on a fucking Pinterest, or a Facebook, and then their kids are are raised by the internet. And so I feel like you just fucking answered the question. Yeah. Because, you know, I think it's a lack thereof attention that they're getting at home. Look, I, I don't have kids, and so I can't, you know, say per se what I've seen or whatever, but what I did do is work in the service industry in the front of the house for almost 20 years. And I saw how kids acted with their parents and how the parents treated them or not treated them or their the lack of respect or the lack of discipline. I saw it all. And, all you have to do is go grocery shopping on a Saturday and you see that shit. You know, and so, you know, I came from the fuck around to find out generation and so did you. You acted up, you got your fucking ass beat. That's just what it was. I mean, and I'm not saying my parents beat me or anything, but I got my butt spanked, I got my mouth slapped, and I got knocked upside my head when I did stupid shit, you know? And so, 
that's you know obviously the ass beating generation has. Uh, yeah, that's a, come, that's that's a, yeah that's gone. In and, but it's we we came out a lot better than the uh, the timeout generation, and I don't yeah. even think there's timeouts anymore. No, so, this is this is this is the the participation trophy generation growing up. That's what this is. Well, that and but it's also. What I feel like I've seen in the service industry for this 20 years that I did it is that, you know, at first, you know, 20 years, I, I made it through a generation, you know, in the front of the house and the restaurants. So I saw like in the beginning when I first started doing it where a parent might snatch their kid up and beat their ass in the bathroom instead of doing it in front of everyone like we got, you know. But then it went from that to, oh, you're just going to have to go sit in that chair over there by yourself. To, I'm going to take you to the car and you're just going to whatever to... I'll just buy you the fucking toy and the candy bar. And now it's just, take my phone or take this iPad yep. and just whatever it is, do whatever it is you, that's not bothering me. Yep. Just do that. I don't have time for you. When we were kids, it was punishment to get sent to our room. Yes. Now it's punishment for kids to not be allowed to go to the room. Right. That, that's where their phone... Their video game, their TV, their laptop, their tablet. That's where all that shit is. I mean, it's you're you're in trouble for an hour. Go outside. Oh, like they're like we're raising a generation of fucking vampires. <laughs> it's insane. And it's part of it is because I think this was a nation built on Judeo-Christian values. And we have swaths of the country in government, in tech, in Hollywood that just shit all over everything that's traditional religious values. Well, yeah, they, they wanted Christianity out of everything. That's just what it was. And that, that's what our nation was built on, which is why, okay, 60 years ago, you how many school shootings were there when your dad was in school? No, that shit wasn't happening. Exactly. Exactly. So if you want to go to the root cause, like look at how society has changed as a whole. What's missing? What's missing is... Well, there's no values, values anymore. Exactly. And, and a part of that, I firmly believe is, is there's so much of the broken home situation where there's not both parents in the house. That I, is I, exponentially going I, I feel like that has a lot to do with it, you know, and... And being somebody who who comes from a broken home that had, you know, the the mom and the, you know, that did work out with my mom and dad, whatever, such is life, you know. But then, you know, she went on to marry my stepdad and my dad, you know, was with my stepmom and they had their own families and stuff. Yeah, but and I so, mean, broken home, that, yes, divorce rate has gone up tenfold. I mean, it's gone up more than I could even say, but both my parents... We're divorced three times each. And I go to work every day. I teach my kids values. They know, you know, they know what hard work is. They know what responsibility is. They know how to fucking listen. If, if my wife is having a, a, you know, a hectic day and she's trying to get shit done and the kids are being assholes, I get, I get home, she'll be like, the girl one's doing this and the boy one's doing this. Put a stop to it. And they just hear my voice. And the shit ends. <laughs> and the shit ends. They hear my diesel turn off in the driveway sometimes, and they're tight. They tighten right up, like the like captain on deck. I mean, that's good though. You know, kids kids need discipline, and I'm not talking about beating them and shit. But you got to have discipline, and that's and that's another problem with everything is a lack of discipline, the lack of attention. I mean, the, these parents, from what I've seen with my own eyes, just don't want anything to do with them. Don't bother me. You know, and, then, and so I, you know, a lot of times when these kids do this shit, it's a cry out for attention. You yes. know, and yeah, that's absolutely. just that's my personal feelings on it. I mean, everybody has a, a feeling about it, I'm sure. But I mean, we all knew someone in school that obviously didn't get enough attention, and obviously had self esteem issues, and you know, obviously just well, I mean, yeah. they were lost and they were confused, and their parents were shit birds, but. They didn't. They didn't show up with a Glock and off six of us in our class. Yeah, no, that wasn't happening. We were the fighting generation. Like if we yes. had a problem with somebody, we went and duked it out somewhere. You know, 
I, you know, I've probably said on the show before, you know, it's like you get these schools almost over. You're like, you're going to meet me at such and such parking lot. I'm going to beat your fucking ass. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's how he did it back in the day. And then a year later, you're at a party and you're having a beer with the shit. You might, guy. might even be that weekend. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, I, I don't know where that mentality went. I don't know where the mentality is for this nation. Right it's now. entitlement. It's the it's the it's the participation trophy safe space, don't hurt your feelings generation, dude. I, when's the last time you walked into a, any establishment of any sort of retail service? It doesn't matter. And the twenty something year old behind the counter, that's on their phone. When you approach the counter, gives you an attitude like you're encumbering their day, like they're irritated that. You're approaching them with a question. I feel like, like that's every time I walk into a subway. Yeah, like that's what the fuck you get paid to do. Like that is your job. That's why you're here getting a check is to take care of the customer's needs. Right. And they look at you like you're just in the way. Like you're interrupting their day with your question. Right. And that's that's this sense of entitlement that I don't know where it came from. Like I just don't. Like it, it's because I my kids don't got it. I didn't fucking have it for sure, for sure. I didn't have it. There was there. Well, there, I grew up poor. There was none of that. Yeah, you know? right. like I was living in Section Eight housing with just my mom and I. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't no entitlement whatsoever. No, if you didn't go school shopping at Salvation Army, then you then I was getting my cousins hand me downs and shit. You know what I mean? Like, but we made the best of it. I would trade that life for nothing. You know. Those are three things that kids nowadays don't even know the meaning of the phrase payphone, tape deck, or hand me down. They don't even know the meaning of the phrase. You say something, <laughs> huh? What's that? I, I just. You want to know what, man? With all this that's happened, it's heartbreaking to me. Like, I'm sad. Like, the, 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 the state of the nation, what's happening in these schools. Like where where government is like it it's heartbreaking because there's no fucking value anymore. There's no morals. There's no anything. There's just so many directions it could go in. Like some days, it just it's day to day. Some days I'm like, oh, I had a decent day at work. The sun's shining. I get home. The kids are laughing. It's a good day to be alive. And some days I listen to the news or something on the way home or a, a video or something on a on a phone, you know, I put it on the radio and I'm, I get home and I'm like, I just want to apologize to the kids and be like, I'm sorry that I brought you into this fucking shithole that right. you're going to have to grow up in. Like, this is not the country I planned on raising a kid in. Right. It's just not. It's, you know. It's terrible. But I feel like it's up to our generation to fucking make a change. Because the younger ones aren't going... I don't think the younger ones are capable of doing it. I feel like it's going to be up to us, you know, you know, late 30s and, uh, you know, late 50s in age range know, that's really this. going to, like, make a change in this in this nation. My oldest graduated high school last year. And so in the last two years, yeah, I've met some of her friends and shit. You know, they'll come pick her up or whatever. They'll come over to the house. And... In the last two years, I've met more, what is it called now, Generation Z? Zennial Z, yeah, whatever, whatever fuck, is. I don't know anymore. Late teenagers? I've met more late teenagers with good conservative values than I have 30-year-olds in the last two years. Really? All day long. Well, I mean, because a lot of, because the kids of that age are, have parents our age. Yes. You know? And, like, I'm not a super ultra-conservative by all means. So, like, you know, I my, my values would probably differ from yours a little bit, you know. A little, but because core I, values? Core values, yes. You know, don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. You know, be a productive member of society. You know, don't be a piece of shit. Go to work every day. Work hard. Make something in your life. Don't be a fucking financial drain to society. You know what I mean? Just be... Hello, puppies. <laughs> my dogs are walking around up there. I'm sure we can hear it. I can hear it in my ears anyways. But, uh, oh, let me just put a, a little something out there. 
Mrs. Buds is going to be coming home from school at any point. So you're going to hear my dogs go fucking mental and I'm not going to be able to edit it out and I'm not going to apologize because it's probably going to be really funny if you're a dog lover, because you already know, but it's going to happen. You know, she's, she's at school right now and they, they love their mommy. So they're going to be fucking crazy when she gets home. But now red dude with, uh, how do I word this here? Well, it doesn't matter. It's my show. I can wear yeah. it how the fuck I want. Eggshells with me? Since yeah. Like- no, 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 no. So <laughs> I know, right? All these all these screamings and grumblings of for gun control right now. <clears throat> and I understand where people co- are coming from, really. Because this is devastating, you know, and some people just don't understand, you know, the, the concept of firearms. And it's up for people like us to kind of educate people about firearms and how they're not these nasty, you know, things. Because they're really not. Okay, but the very, one of the very first things after this terrible, terrible thing happened is the, the Democrats come out in the House and say they're, they've already passed this bill for background, universal background checks, right? Right. They've already passed this bill. Universal background checks and to purchase a firearm, and they want the Senate to push it. There's already universal background checks in all 50 states to purchase a firearm. Right. You have to go through the background check. You cannot get one any other. There's no there's no gun show loophole. There's no private sale loophole. If you are going to legally own a firearm, you have to get a background check. That is well. That's not, how that goes. That's that's the way it's been forever and ever. Now. I'm about to say the most unlibertarian anarchist thing you'll ever hear, but I feel like the background checks do need to be more vigorous. It's it's but it's got to it can't be. It can't be more vigorous. Cuz all they can go by is what has officially happened in your life. If you have committed a felony, if you have been been adjudicated mentally defective, right? Right? If you have domestic abuse, like I mean they can't go off of, oh, one time in the 11th grade, this chick said that he hit her, so he can't have a gun. Even though he was never convicted, never tried, jury of his peers, we might as well just smack him in the mouth with the Constitution and then shoot him through a pillow and put him out of his fucking misery. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, we're, like, I'm not for any, like, my feelings on gun ownership and firearms are very radical to most. I feel like whatever the government has, we should have. The Just only, for self-defense issues when it comes to them coming after us. The only viable definition of the phrase gun control should be exhaling when you pull the trigger because that's controlling your gun. That should be the only term, the only time we ever use the term gun control. I don't think, like, guns should never be banned. I think we need guns. We need law-abiding citizens to have guns. Actually, legal gun owners are less likely to commit a crime than police officers. Well, yes. Statistically. If this is a fact. I understand this. And now, you say that. And that's another point I want to make with these Democrats that want to you know, holler for all this gun control and magazine capacity limitations and blah, 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 right? Or you can't have certain firearms, whatever. What is it, 140,000 people die by firearms every year? They estimate between 500,000 and 2 million lives are saved. Crimes are averted. Right. By defensive use of firearms. So if we're playing numbers... Well, let's play numbers right now. There's over 100 million... Registered legal gun owners in the United States right now. I wouldn't say a hundred million. Yeah, just Is about. Yeah, just about. Jesus. So we're the most armed nation in the world. I've heard seventy million, but most recently is a hundred million. I don't know China. Those little ninjas, their hands are weapons. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> you're racist. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, but anyways, you know, there's over a hundred million gun owners in the United States. Legal. If we were the fucking problem, it would definitely be way oh, more yeah. obvious. No, the population would be way lower. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, if, if, if legal gun owners, law-abiding gun owners were the problem, 
it would be very, very obvious, okay? But everybody that advocates for gun control, they say, well, if it saves one life, legal gun ownership saves between a half a million and two million lives every year. Every year. So how about if it saves one life? The, the, the majority of, the, depending on your definition of mass shooting, which is what, three or more people? Three people. The, the majority of mass shootings in this country is gang violence. You don't see right. you don't see the politician coming out for that shit. No. No. Otherwise Biden would have to move to Chicago or LA. <laughs> Cuz he'd be doing a press conference every weekend. He wouldn't be going back to where the fuck is he from up in Delaware? He wouldn't be going back there every other right. weekend. He'd be going to Chicago and East LA. Right? But like I I think that rather than go after the guns, we need to nip the mental health issue in the bud because you know and not to mention now okay no how but no don't glaze over that how do we nip the mental health because right now if you look at if you're one of the four subscribers to cnn plus for its life (laughs) of three weeks right if you look at any of the the major broadcast all-day news stations all they have on is mental health professionals, experts, when it comes to giving 10-year-olds puberty blockers and hacking off a 6th grader's cock. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so how do we get a handle on the mental health issue when the mental health experts are sado-fucking-masochist pedophiles? Well, I mean, that's a very good question. But, and, well, that's a whole other show anyways. But, like, I, that's... but, that, but it, you say we got to get a handle on the mental health crisis. Our mental health professionals can't get a handle... On their own fucked up morals. Their own just, I mean. Well, because those are the mental health experts that the government are putting out in front of everyone. Dude. It's not even just the government. It's, it's all the news organizations. It's the publications. It's the. Who the, pays those people, though? The sponsors. Well, I mean, what, under the table. I mean, look at big tech. Big tech will, will censor. Big tech. YouTube would censor this conversation that we're having right oh, now. Oh, yeah. But. Without an age restriction, you can go on YouTube and watch a video called, Is It a Dildo or Is It My Dick? Nice. That is, does not have age restriction because it doesn't actually show nudity. But it's a dude on all fours with a sheet hanging up and his quote, quote, partner behind him. And he asks this question as he inserts things Jeez. into his anus. It is not age restricting. Uh, Get a handle wow. on that mental health crisis. But, I mean, well, the government's the ones who stopped funding the mental facilities, and they all had to close. No, I remember. That's when the homeless population, like, tripled. Like, it went, and, and the prison population went way up. Because they didn't know what to, the Well, yeah. they didn't know what to fucking do with these people, you know? They're not necessarily criminal, criminals. They just need help. But instead, they lock them up or whatever. And then, or they don't, you yeah, know? Yeah, but the guy that's walking down the middle of the street with one shoe on talking to Jesus can't get a hold of a gun to go into a school and off 19. Not usually, not usually. children. But the mental health issue is way more important than the so-called gun issue because they're just guns. Y'all know what? Y'all know what the, the, the biggest murderous population is in the fucking entire world? Military, I don't know. The United States government. Yeah. And but, so, that, that, but that's sanctioned killing. No, that's check different. this out. So hear me out, though. You're telling me... I would say Planned Parenthood, but <laughs> that's also another show. <laughs> the, listen, these people that are calling for gun control are literally, at this very moment, funding the genocide of Yemen. Well, no, they've also said we need to put a gun in the hands of every Ukrainian citizen. Now And now <laughs> they've also are giving hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine to arm themselves, okay? Yep. But can't, but can't protect the kids at their own schools. That are government-run schools, thank you very much. And we just spent $40 billion to protect Ukraine's borders, but not ours. We're, we're dropping bombs on Somalia. Oh, yeah. But that's not in the news. None of, neither is Yemen. No, they don't talk about it. Now, hear me out. You're telling me... That the murder cult, because that's what they are. I won't, I won't, I never fucking refer to the government as anything else but a murder cult, because that's what they are. 
Now, these people who are spending money to kill people want to disarm you and me and every other fucking person in this nation? But you can't control the population if they're armed. I mean... That, that's the thing. Please, please, to. people that are listening, please... Say that out loud to yourself until it sounds ridiculous. These are the same people that want to restrict the gun rights which protect you and your family. From, from threats both foreign and domestic. Yes. And that's the other thing. These punks in D.C. want to talk about how the, our, us citizens are, are domestic terrorists. Ugh. Are you fucking serious? Those punks in D.C. are the domestic terrorists. Yep. They can miss me with all that shit. Fuck around and find but, out, but man. But think about it. Remember the videos of the Australian COVID camps? Yes. Do you know why that wouldn't have fl flown here? Because we're armed. Yeah, because they had a mandatory buyback in Australia. Now so nobody can fight back. You see what that fucking dick face Fidel Trudeau is doing in Canada yeah. right now? But that, that hasn't passed, but they're presenting legislation. To yeah, he's Canada. trying to disarm his citizens. Yeah. Now, <laughs> let me tell you something, y'all. You saw what they did with the trucker convoy? You're about to see a fucking revolution for real in Canada if they try to fuck around and take their guns. And I hope you pay some real close attention to what's going on over there. And I hope you pay attention to what they were doing in Australia too. Don't think this shit can't happen here. This is the whole purpose of this show, man. I love all of you guys. This is why I'm trying to spread a message of what these people are doing. You might think it's a tinfoil hat or some shit or... But I haven't been wrong yet. And you have to go, you have to say the most extreme thing to wake people up. Because people, they don't, they don't, they don't want to get it. They don't want to see it. They want to watch their favorite show and show up to work and make sure that their bills are paid. And that's, and they want to get likes on Facebook and, and the, the Twitter grams and all that other bullshit. They don't, don't want to <laughs> wake up and they don't want to. Prepare themselves for the hardship that's going to be necessary to keep this country what it is. And when they when they get forced out of their comfort zone, they're going to be sitting there in a chair that they don't own, in a house that they have to rent, in a job they get underpaid for, saying, what the hell happened? Because it happened all right in front of their face. Right. In the name of safety. Yeah. Right? No, in the name of control. Now, let me tell you something, y'all. Do you know who else disarmed their citizens? Let me just throw some out there. Mao. Uh, Mao. Hitler. Marx. Marx. There's another one in there, too. Um, Stalin. Stop. Stalin. Yeah. All of those guys disarmed their citizens. And if you've ever read a history book, you know what happened. This is, this is serious shit, man. And I, I just... You know, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to make you aware. And I want to prepare you because you guys, I love you guys. All the people that listen, you know, it's awesome. And I love it. And all the people who love it, I love it more. But all the people who hate it, I love you even more. And for all the people that are listening just to hear what I'm going to say next, you buckle up. You ain't heard shit yet. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. But yeah, man, this is about, this is serious business going on right now. And, and, and it's unfortunate, you know, that there's bad people in the world that are going to do fucking evil. We're never going to stop that. So what? They ban the guns. Then they're going to get a samurai sword and start chopping motherfuckers up. And when they outlaw those, they'll just, you, you don't know. even need a samurai sword. Dude, if they make guns illegal, they've already made murder illegal. So if someone is willing to kill, to murder... Someone with a gun, they're willing to break the law, which means they're willing to have an illegal gun. They're going to find one somehow. They're going to make one. They're going to get one. Fentanyl is illegal on the street, but they can push it across the border a ton at a time. Now you're bringing me into something else, brother. I'm going to make a fucking point. I just sounded like Hulk Hogan kind of for a second in my ears anyways. A little brother. Bit, a little bit. I was waiting for you to rip off the tank top and, <laughs> and do the little wave with the ear. <laughs> nobody the wants me ripping off my tank top, man. I'm a fat old man now. But, uh, you know, these same people that are going to make your gum reforms, right, that are trying to make little rules on what you can and can't have, are the same exact people who started the war on drugs. How's that war going? Who's winning that? Because as far as I know, 
There's a ton of drugs on the streets. There is a ton of drugs in schools. Oh, and you can get a bunch of dope in prison, too. So you want those same people making gun laws. I was a, I was a, a, just a fucking, I was a kid. I was 21. And there was this guy that was 60. Dude, I was, I was inside for six months. This 60 something year old dude had been in prison for 30 years. And it opened my eyes the morning that they locked the prison down so the ambulance could get, get him on a stretcher because he overdosed. He died with in his bunk with the needle of heroin still hanging out of his arm. In prison. Yes. A guarded prison. Yes. With officers with guns. With fences and barbed wire. Yes. And way better gates than they got at, at the Uvalde Elementary School. Like, I mean, that's, you know, let's just make sense out of all this. Let, the best thing you can do is arm yourself so you can defend yourself in any situation, okay? How, why is it that the president is guarded with guns? The White House is guarded with guns. Anybody who is of importance is guarded with guns. But your goddamn kids aren't getting guarded with shit. In government-run schools. Every single gun control advocate in the public sphere has someone with a gun guarding Every single one. But they're against guns. You know, we probably sound like a couple of gun-toting, you know, right-wingers here, and that's fine. But, you know, I love guns, and they protect us, and they actually put food on the table, too. You know, guns in the right hands are a very good thing. And, you know, if you are going to buy a gun or thinking about purchasing one, if you and you've never shot one, take classes. Don't be a fucking idiot. Just buy firearms that you have no idea what to do with. Dude, there's state parks that have free gun ranges. Buy a firearm and don't know what you're doing. It, I mean, look online. You can watch a five-minute video and know how to load it, put it on safety, rack one in the chamber, hold it, and just go to the range and shoot it. Because the range is all about safety. They're not going to let you shoot with someone downrange. They're not going to let you not practice gun safety. I mean, you could half hour. I mean, ammo is expensive, but. But I'll say this. Guns are not the problem. No. People are the problem. Security is the problem. You know what kills more people than guns? Cars. Cars. Yeah. They're still legal. Yeah, we're going to just stop driving. Yeah, you got to get a license telling them too. You know, it just there there's so much to be said about what's happening in in this in this fucking time and it, you know, like I said before, it is heartbreaking to watch this cuz this was like you said, this was not the America that we were raised in and or, you know, we're we're brought up to defend or anything like that. Like me personally, I love this country. I love this country with my whole heart. Like, this is the greatest fucking place in the world. I hate my government. I hate them with my whole heart. I do. Because they're the they're the exact reason we are in the situation we are in right now. They're becoming the government that the founders were afraid. They warned us about this. This is why there's a constitution. You have a republic if you can keep it. You know? And it's up to people, you know, it's not just up to the to the government to protect our rights when they're the ones who are trying to take them. We have to protect our rights. It's up to us. You know, if you just roll over and let them do whatever. I mean, the, the scariest thing about COVID for me was not the fucking virus. No, the response. To it was the compliance. Yeah. Nobody stood up for themselves. Private business didn't stand didn't. up for themselves. I stood up for myself, yes. But like the masses, nobody stood up. Nobody said, hey, wait a minute here. That was scary. Like that's what scared the fuck out of me. Like, whoa, man, you're willing to give up everything, your livelihood, your jobs, your businesses, just because the government told you to be scared. I mean, yeah, it was scared. I was scared at first. I was scared to death, you know. I went through, like, the first month of that shit. First three weeks to a month, I was a fucking wreck, dude, about this shit. But then I, you know, I started reading shit and getting smart. You know what? We sh- you, sh- you shouldn't have to get on a podcast and tell people this. 
246 years ago, this country was built on a revolutionary war against tyrants. Why would anybody expect that it doesn't have to be a revolutionary war against tyrants that keeps this country? I mean, that's... There's, <laughs> Why is it a surprise? It shouldn't be. I mean, it, it. We. It's up to us to fight to keep our rights. That's that's what, that's all I'm saying. These right, you know, and so it, the, people have been bred and indoctrinated now through the school systems to pretty much hate the Constitution. And I'm like, whoa, dude. That is like the one thing that we have that nobody else has in yep, the entire world. Nobody has this right. To protect us from tyrants. It's and you're willing to, they're willing to give that up. It's the day that the government as a whole decided they grant us our rights. They don't just allow our rights. Right? That's the whole basis was these are our God-given rights and you are here to protect them. You're not here to tell us if we can have them or not. No, their job is to protect our, our borders and protect our rights and leave us alone. And be fiscally responsible, which they do none of the above. I Dude, you, you didn't see that that shit at Davos? They're like, we have to. They, they, now this is foreign, but they, we have to reevaluate uh, human rights and civil rights, like freedom of speech and all this. I'm like, yeah, you could do that shit over in Europe. Don't bring that shit home. No, but our leaders are subscribing to this global world bullshit. That's why, like that. That's and that's another reason why I hate the duopoly so much is because they have hard dicks for fucking NATO and the UN, both of them. Both of them. We got to get the fuck out of there, man. Well, it's like all the, it does it's is like, keep us at war. It's like all the, the two aliens, shit. dude, in the Simpsons. Yes, it's a two party system. You have to vote for one of us. But seriously, though, man, all the all NATO and the UN does is keep us at war, and we float the bill, and that is unacceptable. That should be unacceptable to all Americans. I don't want to tell you what to do, but if you really think about it, all those programs do is literally keep us at war spending billions of trillions of dollars. And they're just going to keep asking for more money. Actually, they don't ask. They just take it. Thank you very much. They'll just keep taking more money. But our media is not what it used to be. The Speaker of the House is worth $200 million. No reporter has asked her how much she sent to Ukraine. <laughs> Nobody. And her husband just got arrested for DUI. Nah. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's husband. You know, I was going to try to refrain from this wisecrack because, like, DUIs aren't cool or whatever. But guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> if he got his DUI because he was trying to leave her sorry ass, all charges should be dropped. Bro, I spent a night, <laughs> I spent a night in the, sleeping on concrete in the drunk tank to not go home to that fucking Jeez. bag of nightmares. But, you know, yeah, but they should throw the book at him, you know, just because he, he's a powerful, you know, or somebody in power that, you know, he's married to somebody in power. I do hope they throw the book at him because now it's in the public. And I actually have DUIs. So if they give this motherfucker a slap on the wrist... And I had to go through what I had to go through for my DUIs. I'm going to raise a lot of fucking hell. I'm just saying. Because I went through the gauntlet because of that shit. And rightfully so. Like, I don't blame nobody for what I did. That was my own shit. I will always own my own shit. I was an asshole. You couldn't tell me nothing. And I drove my car drunk. And I got what I deserved. You know, such is life. You move on. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. It made me who I am today. Right. But no, if they don't put him through the gauntlet, though, I'm going to be madder than shit. I'll be sour. Because here I am, just your... your yeah, but does it really matter that's now in the public eye? You think Hillary Clinton's ever going to see any sort of repercussions for the shit no. she pulled? No. No. And that's all. the problem, too. Like, these these people with all this money, these there's politicians... No, and, no, there's no accountability. And... There's not even fear They don't go... Because they won't go to prison. When you have so much money, you don't have to fear going to prison. Nothing matters anymore. I don't know. Martha Stewart has a lot of dough, and she went to the joint. Look at the, the she, Felicity uh, Huffman chick. She went to the joint. Martha Stewart ain't on that level. And she ain't nowhere near on that level of these people. Of these, you know. I don't know. You ever tried her cookie recipe? Them are good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I made some weed cookies out of those. Actually, they're fantastic. That was Snoop's idea, I swear. 
But no, man, like, but here's, that's the other thing now. Like, when are we going to start holding people accountable? You know, when are we going to keep, you know, holding, when are we going to start holding politicians accountable? When we realize that we can. Because nobody holds them accountable, ever. No, we could. But as a nation, we're too lazy. Yeah, we're people too, like we're me. Too that, people like me that have podcasts like this, or you know, other people in the world. You know, a lot of a lot of liberty folks. You know, in general. You know, I'm I'm part of this. You know, I'm a, and it's seriously. This is a saturated market I'm in right now. Libertarians with a podcast. How many of those are there? Lots, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to stick out. You hear me? But uh, you know what I mean, Red Savage. You know I got to be respectful of your time, and I appreciate you coming out here. Hey, my pleasure, man. But uh, I'm I'm glad you came back. You know you're the first repeat customer, man. Hey, I'll squeeze it in anytime you need me to. But yeah, brother. Until next time, you know, just uh, listen up, folks. Just pay attention to what these people are doing right now, and don't worry about Amber Heard shit in the bed. All right, these people are awful. They're out to get us. I know that sounds so cliche and so, like, bougie with my tinfoil hat, but I'm not fucking kidding, man. These people do not have good intentions. Take care of yourselves, y'all. Much love.